Today on episode number 454 of the School of Podcasting's Morning Announcements, if you're a person that's like, man, why isn't my my podcast, why isn't it growing? Why am I not getting more downloads? Well, I'm going to give you kind of a bar, kind of a question that you can ask yourself every time before you press record. And if you can't answer this question, you shouldn't press record. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I'm your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson. Thanking you so very, very much. I know you're busy. I had a real busy week. How about you? Man, I got shipped all over the place. Got all angry and upset at my boss. It wasn't a good week. Hope your week was a whole lot better. And uh, it's cool to come together here, kind of uh, pull up a stool, and let's talk a little podcasting. Here's what we do. We uh, we talk about massaging your message here. We're going to talk about that today. Uh, we're going to talk about tack- tackling the technology. We're going to talk about flattening the learning curve. That's it. Mr. Learning Curve? Yeah. Watch out, buddy. I got your name. And uh, my goal is to get you on the road to pain-free podcasting, to help you overcome your fears of uh, podcasting. And uh, our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. I've been helping people understand technology for over 20 years. And uh, I can help you. I really do. And uh, I look forward to helping you. But uh, I do have some news for you. And that is, he said, from his wife chiming in. Uh, oh, my goodness. We're out of toilet paper. We are out of toilet paper. It's right here. Did you hear the ding? Okay. This is a, a little lesson here. Always, always, always put your phone on vibrate when you record. But uh, I'm glad I didn't because I've been, a, I've been informed that when I come home, we are in a TP and milk emergency at the Jackson home. That's always sad when you see that come across the, uh, the text message. So here's the deal. I, uh, I'm very happy to announce something about the New Media Expo. Now, if you're like, what's New Media Expo? Go to uh, nmxlive.com. This is, the, this is the big, giant, jumbo, super jumbo deluxe podcasting event. If you're a blogger, if you're a video person, if you're an audio podcaster, we are uh, kind of co-located with the National Association of Broadcasters. It's going to be huge. And I am the director of podcasting for that, just for the uh, little behind the scenes stuff. And um, I fell on my sword to let somebody else speak at the New Media Expo. And to make a long story short, um, we had somebody else that... Uh, I'm speaking at the New Media Expo. Let's just go that route. I'm speaking now at the New Media Expo. I'm very excited about this. I need your help, though. If you are a person that have been, you've been planning your podcast for months, maybe even years, but there's just something stopping you from, from pulling the chain, from pulling the trigger, insert your own little metaphor there, I want to talk to you. I want to hear from you now. I'm going to say this right up front. This is a no judgment zone. If you're like, hey, Dave, I've been been thinking about doing a podcast for about five years. I'm not going to go, oh, come on. All right. And if you go, "Ah, I'm just not really sure. Again, no judgment zone here. I want to know because I'm, I'm then going to go through and kind of come through with some ideas 
that can help you maybe overcome your fears. That's my goal. Because I know, I know you have something to say. And I know you know it. It's just that thing, that that thing right there that's stuck. What is that? If you could let me know, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact because uh, I've already got some cool things planned for this uh, talk. I love, I mean, I'm, I'm a, a uh, I teach people software. One of the really cool things this week, I did get shipped all over the place, but I, uh, I got to, I ended up in Toledo, Ohio, and uh, Nick Suberling from the Podcasters Group Therapy, they are so cool now, they have that whole three-letter thing. You know, like Kentucky Fried Chicken is KFC and Paps Blue Ribbon is PB Army. Yeah, that's right. They're they're PGT. And I can't be SOP because that stands for Standard Operating Procedure. So I, I need something to be cool. And uh, I had posted in the School of Podcasting's private Facebook group, hey, I'm going to be bored in Toledo. And uh, the one and only Nick Suberling said, hey, let's do lunch because he lives in uh, he lives in Toledo. And we did at Frickers, which was great fun. And that's when it dawned on me what I did. And that's what kind of inspired this particular episode. So this episode is going to be a little different. Number one, it's going to be a little shorter. I always say that and then it never is. Because instead of planning the show and making notes and things like that, I was driving. I spent a lot of time in the car. But the cool thing is I was listening to a book. Now, for the record, the book itself is kind of, eh. It's by a guy named Andy Cernovitz, and it's called Word of Mouth Marketing. And that is like my, I want to know everything there is about Word of Mouth Marketing, how how you can inspire it, things of that nature. Uh, the uh, tagline of the book, How Smart Companies Get People Talking. And between you and me, there was, some of this book was a little too basic, like start a blog. Yeah, okay. Done. And uh, so, but he did say one thing here, and that is, and this is the thing that you might want to ask yourself before you press record. And I also think it's okay, maybe, if you can't answer this every time, but you should be able to answer it. You ready? What content are you providing that is going to inspire your listener to tell a friend. What are you going to be talking about today that when your audience hears it goes, oh man. And then the minute they see somebody, they go, let me tell you about this thing I heard. And the reason I say this is today, I'm going to play you two clips of things that I did that I didn't even realize I was doing it until I did it. And so one is from my buddy, Steve Stewart. MoneyPlanSOS.com. And uh, the other one is from The Real Brian over at ProfitCastUniverse.com. And here's the thing, right? We, we talk about, you know, Twitter bombing in the past and these people that are cheating. And in this book, they talk about it. You can't cheat your way to the top. You cannot lie your way to the top because you will be exposed. Because there are people that will go on Amazon and they will write fake reviews about their own book. They'll, they'll just keep creating Amazon accounts so they can really push their book up. And they'll also go to their competitors and rate them down. That's kind of nasty. 
And when I heard him talking about that, I was like, yeah. And then there are people that create fake Twitter accounts so they can fake tweet about their show. And uh, you, you can't, you can't lie. In fact, podcasting is all about truth. It's all about integrity. And so when I heard this clip, number one, I was walking around in a hotel in the Holiday Inn in Livonia, Michigan. And I'm walking around the pool trying to get my 10,000 steps in. And I'm listening to Brian and ProfitCast. And if, so when you see the name ProfitCast, it's not like uh, uh, Moses and Jose and, um, you know, Daniel. It's not that kind of ProfitCast. Uh, and um, it's all about monetizing your podcast. Brian's been on this show. He helped me co-host one week on uh, Ask the Podcast Show. I love his I love his energy, and he's one of those guys that you can just tell he's aching to find that answer for his audience. He's a cool dude. I like like Brian a lot, and so I was um, when I went to lunch with with Nick. I sat down and I said. Do you listen to this show? Have you ever heard this? And uh, Brian has been nice enough. I contacted him and said, hey, can I play this clip rather than just talk about it? And so it goes a little something like this. You have three options, good, quick, and cheap, but you only get to pick two. And here's why. If you pick good and quick, it's not going to be cheap. If you pick good and cheap, it's not going to be quick. If you pick Quick and cheap, it's not going to be good. When it comes to business, when it comes to a podcast, this applies in almost every single scenario. So if you want your podcast to be good and you want to succeed quickly, it's going to cost you. It's not going to be cheap. You're going to have to invest monetarily in this and in time and in hustling. If you want your podcast to be good and cheap and you want to do it cheaply, then it's, it's going to take a long time and it's not going to be quick. If you want your podcast to be quick and cheap, you want to do it cheaply and you want to do it quickly, it's not going to be very good. The reason I bring this up is because in having conversations with people and in doing my research and in just kind of listening to podcasters in general, I hear a lot of podcasters who say, I want my podcast to be good. I want to do it quickly. I want to succeed quickly and I want to do it cheap. And it's not possible. You got to pick two. You have to pick two. And so, so many people look at John Lee Dumas, and I am a John Lee Dumas fan. He is the little energizer bunny of podcasting. Nobody hustles like that guy. But let's think about it. He started on his podcast, and it was quick, and it was good, which means what? It wasn't cheap, and it wasn't. He spent, and he's been very open about this. I'm not peeling back any curtains here. He spent $3,000 on a coach to introduce him to all the right people and to get the word out on top-level stuff. Jamie Tardy, he'll be the first to tell you, yep, wasn't cheap. So you got to pick two. Uh, Speaking of Steve Stewart, when you go to moneyplantsos.com, look for the John Lee Dumas episode. You will also hear that John Lee Dumas had six figures in the bank when he started his podcast. John doesn't have kids. Um, 
He doesn't really have a wife officially. He doesn't have a job. And I always tell people when you hear that, realize this guy, if this was the game of golf, he is hitting from a different set of tees. And so when you expect the same results, when he's teeing off 200 yards in front of you, that's not fair and that will drive you nuts. So I love the fact that this guy's making, uh, last time I heard, uh, $400,000 a month with this podcast, something ridiculous like that. It proves it's, it's possible. Now, for the record, I had somebody this week that called me, and I need to get their permission. I want to play some of the call, but, but in a nutshell, I'll give you the, the gist of it. He wanted to know, because uh, in the call I say, so what you're basically saying is, You want to start a podcast and within six weeks, make $5,000 a month. In six weeks, make $5,000 a month. And I'm not here to say it's impossible. I am here to say it's going to require, again, what do we got here? It's got to be good. And if it's going to be fast, then it's not going to be cheap. Right? You're going to have to do something to get that exposure out there. And if you go, okay, well, I want it to be fast and I want it to be cheap, then it's probably not going to be any good. So I love this when I heard it from Brian. And I so agree with it. So there are a couple of things that that inspired me to do word of mouth. Because I I told Nick at lunch, uh, I told Bill Conrad, I posted it in the School of Podcasting Facebook group, to which on uh, Saturday's Ask the Podcast Coach show, Bill was in the chat room and he said, and I quote, ProfitCast, was my podcast binge of the week when people find things that they like and they go, oh man, this is cool. They will download your entire back catalog. Underline, underline, bold, red. When people find your stuff and you've delivered value, they will download your entire catalog. Not because you randomly made them click on a file from a Twitter account. And so... It made me, I heard it and I was like, I, it made me think. Remember, I always say, if you can make me think and educate me, I was like, man, that is cool. And I was walking around, to go back to my original point, like from five minutes ago, I was walking around the Holiday Inn listening to Brian. That came on and it had to come out of me. Almost, oh, I'm trying to think of, body, bodily fluids are not, not a good example here. But just like bubbling out of me, I had to get the phone. I clicked on the picture in the uh, the podcast app, praying that he had some sort of contact link. Uh, he did. Key point. If you want feedback, make it easy. Clicked on it. Um, he had a speak pipe link there. Clicked on that. It launched the app and I left a message for Brian. I said, dude, that was gold. Because it, it made me. I was just like, man, that is such a cool way to explain things, and and it was awesome, and I'm going to tell everybody to come listen to that. I can't wait. I was on fire for, for, for Brian. I was like, man, that was cool. Thank you. Thank you. Th- wow, awesome. As I say, Yahtzee, Booyah, Bazinga, whatever you want to say there, right? Home run. And I was like, awesome. So I told my, I went to the Facebook group, said, guys, you got to go listen. This is a must-hear episode. A must-hear episode. And um, he said, pulling up his notes, it is uh, Prophet Cast Universe uh, 
episode, ProfitCastUniverse.com, episode number 39. Great stuff. But it inspired me. And I told Bill, who binge listened, along with other people, and I'm telling you, and I told Nick, word of mouth. Why? Delivered value. And Brian knew that, that I was, I mean, that's the name of the, the episode. So that's the question. What are you recording in your next episode that's going to make your audience want to tell their friends? Because so many times we, I mean, think about it. You turn on the news, you turn on the TV, and it just seems like it's all the same. I mean, um, I, when I was listening to Brian, he talks about, you know, being the best you you can be. Not so much be all you can be, that's the army, but but be you, embrace you. And because we are all different, we all have different talents, different skills, different experiences. And we all, in, that's what's going to make your show cool. Because you do have that insight. You do have that experience and things like that. Because so many shows today are just the same old, same old. Turn on the news. I mean, think about it. When you turn on the news in the morning, here in the States, we've got CBS, NBC, ABC, and Fox, and along with CNN, ESPN, blah, 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 right? And, I mean, they all have, you know, the the handsome, somewhat older guy or the really young, hunky guy sitting next to, I don't know, former Miss uh, Universe uh, it, delivering it. And then you've got, you've always, the, the weatherman's always kind of fun. He's either the, the huggable, lovable guy or he's somebody who's been doing the weather forever. We have a guy in Cleveland named Dick Goddard. I'm pretty sure he's really just a mannequin, like something from Disney. Because he's been doing, I think he's literally like 400 years old. And he's been doing the news for, and people will believe anything that guy says. It's interesting. You know, so you always have the same exact, you have the, you have the sports guy who's really, really spastic and, and they're screaming. And I don't know why we're talking about sports and I have to talk like this now. It's all the same. I mean, think about it. When you turn on any kind of newscaster, it just seems like, well, they all kind of sound a little bit like, uh, this. You're listening to every single newscast in America. Hello and welcome to the news. I'm your host, Brock Baxter, and here's the news. Today, someone got shot, a politician lied, a new restaurant opens downtown, and the old restaurant in the valley is now closed. Now for a look at your weather, here's Gerald Hastings. I'm Gerald Hastings, and I've been doing the weather since 1977. I haven't moved to a bigger station because everything I provide, you can get from your phone. It doesn't matter if I'm using Big Doppler 2, then we had Giant Doppler 3, now we have Super Jumbo Deluxe Doppler 15. Everything I tell you, you can get on your phone in about five seconds. Besides, right now the weather is about the same as it was this time last year. For God's sakes, people, put your arm out the window. Weather! Back to you, Brock. Thanks, Gerald. And now to get caught up with sports, here's our star sports beat reporter, Gern Blanston. And it's time to take a look at the spoiled millionaires who run around for a few hours and sweat for our entertainment, or as we like to call it, sports. Yesterday we had the big game and we finished just how we thought we would. Here to prove that girls like sports too, we go live inside the locker room with former Miss Nevada, now beat reporter, Crystal Candy. Hi, Coach. Another game is in the books. What were your thoughts looking at the game? Well, when you score points, you win. 
And so we scored some points. And when your defense can't stop them, uh, they score. Uh, we, we have playmakers that step up. And uh, there are opportunities. And, and there are going to be referees that make calls. And, and in the end, someone is going to go home a winner. And someone is going to go home a loser. Now, the game isn't over until that final second falls off the clock. And you've got to give it your all. And right now, I'm going to focus on the next game and get ready to give it our best. Or, or if you'd like, I could spew out a few more cliches. Uh, here's one. There is no I in team. I can go on forever. Sparks! Thanks, Coach. Back to you, Brock. Sky First Traffic. For those of you just heading out, it's time to go to Sky First Traffic. Sky First Traffic. With Hollycopter. Hey, Brock. Well, as you might expect this time of day, the traffic is doing the same thing it always does at this time of day, and you're probably just going to take a detour or listen to some podcasts while you're stuck in traffic. If there's a wreck, it's probably too late to do anything, and by the time you get to that spot, uh, they're going to have that scene cleared, so you don't really care, really, unless someone died. This is Hollycopter from Sky First Traffic. Sky First Traffic. Back to you, Brock. Thanks, Holly. In entertainment news last night, Lindsay Lohan beat out Kathy Griffin and one of the Wayan brothers and hung up her picture on the giant fridge on the conclusion of Coloring with the Stars last night on this very station. Now, there's plenty of news to talk about, but we'd rather place this thinly veiled commercial for one of our other shows on this network. Also in entertainment, he's back making headlines again. It's an illegal clip from YouTube showing shock jock Howard Stern saying something about podcasting. Podcast. Don't even get me started. But I hear these podcasts. You could go hang yourself. These people have no concept that they're boring everyone. They're bores. They're bores who are sitting in their living room looking to bore other people. You can't learn anything from a podcast, even if you set it up like a radio show. That's right. You'll learn nothing. Okay. You wanted to know the truth. I'm giving it to you. Now, I know no one wants to believe this. But, I mean, there is something to be said for practicing, Howard. Yeah. It's not real practice. You're listening to every single newscast in America. And that's going to do it for every single newscast in America. Tomorrow, if you tune in, we're going to hold up some puppies and we'll probably give away some money to try to get you to watch. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you again with every single newscast in America. And then I, uh, you know, drink my instant breakfast and go out the door. That is pretty much every newscast in America, and they're all the same. And I'm usually not talking about anything because I don't care about the Kardashians. I really don't. I wish they would go away. And there's a lot of things in the news. There's a lot of things in radio uh, here in Cleveland. Are you ready for this? In Cleveland, there was a contest by the local morning radio show, you know, the Binky and the Wiz kind of people, where they made their staff drink so much milk that they vomited Sorry for the graphicness here, but they vomited into a bucket. They then took the bucket and they had worked a uh, a leaf blower some way that you could then dump the contents of the bucket into the leaf blower where it would then blow back into your face where you were there with goggles. And I don't know what they won. I don't know what they were doing. Number one, it's a very visual. It's a very visual thing. It's radio. I'm just saying it's, you know, so, and there's nothing more entertaining than hearing people go, oh, 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 
Oh, oh. Okay, thank you. And this is where I look at people and go, really? As, as much as you might be afraid of starting a podcast, I'm pretty sure the, the bar's been set pretty low. I think you can do better than the puke cannon. I'm pretty sure. I'm just saying. And so a lot of times it's stuff that's not on the radio, that's not on TV, but should be. So instead of who won American Idol last night, that just happens to be on the Fox show, on the Fox News, here in Cleveland, you want to you want to hear another one that drives me nuts? Can I do a little, oh, I don't have my uh, pet peeve queued up. Our main anchor guy, once a year, marries somebody, and they do it on the news. And it's like, oh, look, the anchor guy apparently doesn't get paid enough because he's sidelining as a, a minister. I'm like, isn't there, isn't the government robbing me of, of something? Isn't there somebody, ah, it's amazing. So it's things that you should be talking about on the news in some cases that aren't, that you can't get other places. And when you hear it, it's like, it's like that scene in The Wizard of Oz where it goes from black and white to color. And it's like, oh, and you're like, yes. Oh, I'm so thirsty for this. Why didn't I hear about this on the radio or TV? Enter the one, the only Steve Stewart, MoneyPlanSOS.com. You ready? Now pay attention. Joe Legal gets $25 per hour times 40 hours a week. That's $1,000 per week or $52,000 a year. Take 30% away for state and federal tax and Joe Legal now has $31,231. Jose Illegal earns $15 per hour, 40 hours a week. That's $600 per week or $31,200 per year. Jose Illegal pays no taxes. Jose Illegal now has $31,200. If you're keeping count, that's about the same amount as Joe Legal. Joe Legal pays medical and dental insurance with limited coverage for his family at $600 per month or $7,200 a year. Joe Legal now has $24,031. Jose Illegal has full medical and dental coverage through the state and local clinics and emergency hospitals at a cost of $0 per year. Jose Illegal still has $31,200. So there you go. And I love the way this was done because it wasn't kind of a, they took our jobs kind of thing. It was just like, hey, this is what happens. And it even when a point, he goes, if somebody could fill me in on this, how this is good for the economy, I- I'm open to other opinions. But I heard that and I was like, wow, that's interesting. Because, I don't know, we're all in our own little bubble. And I heard that and I was like, man, that, you know, and then he goes in to talk about a thing called the fair tax. It really, again, made me think. And it was stuff that I am not up on. And growing up, um, I didn't know at the time, but uh, I was poor. (laughs) And uh, so... It's interesting hearing about these different uh, ways that that uh, different things that are intended to help those who need help. But in the end, you end up kind of penalizing the person that's doing the work that's actually paying for that guy who doesn't have a job, but really does. So it's interesting. It was very, very cool. So I uh, one of the other things that kind of uh, 
threw a, a monkey wrench in my week this week was my uh, wife elected to have uh, weight loss surgery, even though she wasn't, in my opinion, uh, in need. But she did, and she's happy, and I guess that's what matters. And uh, she's doing fine. Uh, but when I uh, went to pick her up, the first thing I said is, because my wife's kind of into politics and things like that, I said, you got to hear this. You got to hear this. Wait till you hear this. You know, and I played it for her. She's like, wow, that's pretty, wow, it's an interesting way to look at it. And I've always known things like that, but he really broke that down well. And so, and then later I mentioned to my mother-in-law and it just was like, you, you know, when you hear things, who needs to hear this, right? So if you heard that an old eighties band was getting back together, you'd probably want to tell me. <laughs> And if it was, okay, I need to, ooh, I bet, you know, if I hear Disney stuff, I'm telling Kathy Kelly of specialmouse.com, right? If I hear something about guns or outdoors, I'm running over and talking to Ken Blanchard and uh, at Blanchard Media Group. Say, hey, buddy, did you hear about this and the gun thing? And um, we know who to tell when we hear stuff like that. And so that's one of my things I want to ask you. So if you're, I've already asked you one question. If you're now, a lot of you already have a podcast, but if you're thinking of starting a podcast and you just got that one thing, if you could get it out of the way, you'd start your podcast. I really school of podcasting.com slash contact. The other thing I want to ask you this week is kind of step out of yourself, kind of step back and kind of watch yourself. I always tell people to reverse engineer your your content that you consume, right? Look at it and go, why did I listen to that? What made you laugh, cry, think, groan? Somehow it impacted you. And this week I'm saying to to kind of pay attention to yourself, did you tweet about it? That's telling somebody. Did you Facebook it? But especially, did you tell somebody face-to-face? Because here's why word-of-mouth marketing works. And this is why people are finding podcasts. Right? I mean, Bill, I said, Bill over in the chat room today, ProfitCast was my podcast binge of the week. He said that to a room of about 30 people. And that whole group are people that would enjoy Brian's show. And that is powerful because if you think about it, the book does talk about the fact that really what inspired this, we used to get our opinions from the media, right? You got the old thumbs up, thumbs down, Siskel and Ebert. And then a little thing called eBay came along where you could rate your seller. A little thing called Amazon came along where you could write a review of the product. And all of a sudden, we didn't need the media to tell us what was good and bad. All the travel sites, all of a sudden, you could rate and review the travel sites. And... Again, are there going to be fake reviewers? Probably. But there are a lot that are not. And you kind of learn the skills to tell the difference between the two. And so word of mouth is the key currency these days in growing your podcast. And one of the things, my, my tip that I'm throwing in on this is you will find that person that just found your show. I know you've been doing podcasting for months and this person just now finds you. And there's that voice in your head that goes, man, where you been? But the good news is they found you. 
They send you that email because they just have to. It's bubbling over them. They can't believe they found your show. Oh, my gosh. You are podcasting to me. I can't. I'm so happy I found this podcast. I can't wait to tell my friends. They are. The flame is right there in your face. When they send you that email, do not ignore it. Do not. Because here's the thing. They're flaming. They are flaming. You respond to that person. And they will, uh, here we go with John Lee Dumas, but they're going to ignite, right? They're going to explode. They're just going to, because, oh my gosh, the guy, the girl that I was just listening to in my earbuds, they're now in my inbox. Oh, world blown, minds blown. Oh my gosh. Not only am I going to tell you about this, but look, they're right there in my inbox. They replied via SpeakPipe. This is this is them talking, but this one's just to me. Oh my! And off they go. More powerful, more meaningful in terms of growing your audience than any Twitter bomb. Guaranteed, I will eat my hat if I had one. Because there is this thing. Um, this morning, after uh, the Ask the Podcast Coach show, I got on Facebook. And how do I say this? There is someone that is a celebrity, it turns out, that is thinking of starting a podcast. And I reached out to them on Facebook. Now, for the record, if you reached out to me on Facebook, it sounds weird. Um, I don't use Facebook for business. So if you've requested my friend, you're like, why didn't Dave be my friend? I, I use Facebook strictly for family. Now, if you know of a way, by the way, that I can do both. Um, please let me know because I feel bad that I'm not friending people who want to be my friend on Facebook, but I, I don't want to have to sift through um, stuff to, to get to my, my great nephew and my great niece and my, my nieces, my brother and things like that. It's a family thing. So please don't be offended if you did that. But I was on Facebook and I sent this person a message expecting them to never reply back to say, Hey, I, I heard you're thinking of starting a podcast. My name's Dave Jackson, yada, yada, yada. 10 years, 1 million downloads, New Media Expo, podcast director. And all of a sudden I heard this, boop, boop. And they're instant messaging me on Facebook. And I got giddy. I was like, oh my gosh. They're talking to me. That's, that that's and that's the real, I thought it might have been a fake. That's the real dude. Then, okay. Well, oh yeah, Dave. Are you the guy that started off in copiers? I think I've heard your stuff. Oh, oh my gosh. It's, it's that dude. And he's, he's heard, he's heard my stuff. So-and-so listens to my stuff. Are, are you kidding me? Giddy. Absolutely giddy. Definitely want to start a podcast in the future. I've been listening to your stuff for years. You have great stuff. You always make me laugh. I love the way you present it. And I was like, well, thank you so much. I'm here anytime you want to start. And gave him my phone number. But it was, it was, it was that dude. And he was talking to me. So that is the gasoline. And that doesn't mean you ignore people who have listened to you for years. But here's the thing. It's kind of a sad thing. When you produce good content... Again and again and again. After a while, that's just you being you. 
And so when somebody hears that fifth episode and they go, man, this is cool. I can't wait to tell so-and-so. That's just kind of the norm. But that first person is like, holy cow. Yeah. So that's the guy that's on. The other guy is on fire. He's, it, you know, the, the Kindle has gone through. The log has a nice solid, you know, flame going that you've ignited. But man, when you have that brand new person, I just found your, that's the person. Just throw gas on them and let them go. Because again, when I saw that Facebook talk come up, I was like, holy cow. Oh my gosh. And I wish I could tell you who it was. I can't, but I am telling you about it and I hope to tell you about it in the future because it'd be very cool if I could help this person do a podcast. And the fact that person listens to me makes my brain turn to pudding. It's really kind of cool. So the question you need to ask yourself this week, this day, this month, whenever you're recording your podcast, where's the nugget? Where's that nugget that's going to get your audience to go, oh, I can't wait to tell so-and-so. Now, for the record, I think you're probably going to tell your friends about the, the fake news thing I did. And, and hopefully you tell people about Brian and Steve. Again, ProfitCastUniverse.com, MoneyPlanSOS.com, two of my favorite podcasts. And maybe you say, this Dave guy's entertaining. He knows his stuff about podcasting, but he, he's entertaining as well. A couple of months ago, at the beginning of the year, I did a survey of uh, you and the other folks that listen to the show. And one person, unfortunately, I couldn't see who said what, but he just described the school of podcasting as fun, entertaining, and educational. And when I read that, I went, there you go, mission accomplished. That's my goal. And other people said I'm very funny and informative, inspiring people to start podcasts. And that's what I'm shooting for. And I'm hoping people are going out and telling other folks, right? You'll hear here at the end of the show, the old uh, tune that I've contacted the musicians and the record company to get permission to, uh, to play. So if you do like what you hear, please tell someone. And uh, if you haven't, if you're looking to start a podcast and you're ready, you're going to swallow your fears, go out to schoolofpodcasting.com. You can uh, sign up today. And not only do you get step-by-step tutorials, you get our private Facebook group. I talked a little bit about that today. Great group of folks. Everything I talked about today, you can find at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 454. I'll have links to the book I talked about. I'll have links to Steve's and Brian's podcast. As always, if you don't have a website yet and you want to start a podcast, send me an email with the phrase quick start, how this works real quick. I send you a link to order your hosting. I earn a commission for that. You then get a free pass for a month at the School of Podcasting. I also set up WordPress for you to get you going. So again, if you don't have a uh, a website yet, send me an email and uh, put the phrase quick start in the subject line. If you have a website already, Use the coupon code LISTENER, and that will save you a chunk off of your uh, entrance fee. But uh, thanks so much for tuning in. And um, if you're a company that is looking for a customer service rep or uh, want to boost your online training, the uh, company I'm working for in the long run is not going to work. 
And um, I think I'm, I'm thinking about thinking about quitting my job. And um, I'm not sure how I'm going to work that. I know a lot of people are making a living with podcasting. I make uh, a decent amount of cash, but I still have a day job because I have a lot of debt, like many Americans. That's why I listen to Steve Stewart. He's helping me get out of debt. But um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, a lot of a lot of things that I just see the writing on the wall, and I'm like, mm, I could use a different job. So I'm going to start scouting the um, podcasting sphere and new media sphere and things of that nature. We shall see. But uh, I will report back next week. Now, next week, we have an interview with David Hooper. I've been mentioning this in uh, previous episodes, and we'll be playing that in next week's show. If you haven't noticed, I'm doing a little thing here where it's me, then an interview, then it's me and an interview. So I'm kind of swapping that up a little bit. Don't forget as well, new media expo right around the corner. Use the coupon code SOP2015, 2015. SOP2015 will save you off your ticket. And if you can't make it to Vegas, then buy a virtual ticket and you can get all the sessions and the PowerPoints to go along with it. And uh, again, that's an M nmxlive.com. Use the coupon code SOP2015. So thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, until next week, class is dismissed. I hope to see you on the inside. Take care and God bless. If you like what you Before I get on the air, I go back and pull up my phone and get the weather, and then I come out and read a teleprompter. <laughs> uh, Why is it all sports guys talk like this? Hey, I just did 14 pounds of blow on the back end, and I'm going to do sports. Let's do sports. Okay, why am I talking like this? What was the old joke? I'm lying. I'm <laughs> I'm Robert Leach. I'm, I'm screaming, and I don't know why. I'm a sports guy, and I'm talking like High-energy sports dudes. Ugh. Turn off your TV!